Hallelujah. We thank God for today, for what he has given to us, an opportunity to talk about such a great topic, entitled Jesus and his anointing. Jesus and his anointing. I want us to look at a passage of scripture in Acts chapter 10, verse 38. It says that, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. For God was with him. Now, Jesus Christ is a very unique personality throughout history. And he's actually the, the person that we have come to believe through whom we have eternal life. But you see, Jesus' coming was foretold, was prophesied throughout the Bible from the encounter with God in the Garden of Eden to, to the last of the last prophets. Somebody will say Adam, Malachi, or John the Baptist. But they all spoke about the coming of Jesus, and John the Baptist actually just summarized it in his ministry. But you know, his full name is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus was the name given to him when the angel came to Mary. Um... Um, to speak about his birth. But the name that is known all through scripture, his name that is known all through scripture is Christ, which is interpreted the Messiah. Now, which just means the anointed one. Okay, he's the anointed one. Now, it goes on to actually verify that if God wants anybody to do anything for him, he anoints the person. Anointing is a way of empowerment. Anointing is a way of um, affirming. Anointing is a way of telling people that this one has been given the powers, the divine authority to act the way he does. You see, so anointing is... God's way of empowering, of telling people that he has asked this guy or this person to do what he does. Now, the title, the anointed one, Jesus Christ, comes with a lot of things. It comes with the salvation of mankind. It comes with um, um, and so many things. You can actually, anything that, any passage that speaks about Jesus' coming talks about the, the embodiment of the anointing. For instance, in the beginning of, um, of this prophecy where God himself spoke when he talk, spoke to the devil and said that I will bring enmity between your seed, that is the devil's seed, and the woman's seed. He said that the woman's seed is going to crush your head and you are going to hit the heel. Which means that part of the anointing 
that is upon Jesus is to defeat the devil and create an avenue by, through, through which human beings can defeat the devil's agenda upon the earth as it is in heaven. So it is part of this, this whole thing is part of the anointing of Jesus Christ. Now, and, 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 and it, it, was, it was foretold many, 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 many years ago. As a matter of fact, God himself rolled the dice in the prophecies of the coming Messiah. So his name in the Bible is not Jesus, actually. All through scripture, that talks about him. The name Jesus only came up when the angel came to Mary to prophesy and, tell, and told her that she is going to conceive and give birth to a son. So that name Jesus has not known, been known throughout scripture. As a matter of fact, the name Jesus is just the Greek name of the Hebrew name Joshua. Okay, the Greek equivalent of the Hebrew name Joshua. But all through scripture, through the prophecies of the, uh, of, of the prophet, the name that is being attributed to him is the Messiah, the anointed one, the one that has been anointed by God. And the attributes are such that this personality is actually going to look like God. He is actually going to be God. In human form. Now, when he came, when he was born, we know the story. At the age of thirty, after being baptized, he went and and being tempted of the devil, he went into the synagogue and was given a scroll. And when he opened the scroll, he opened to that particular a particular portion of prophecies concerning him that was spoken by Isaiah. He said. That it was that is in Luke chapter four verse eighteen. And it was actually quoting Isaiah, a, a chapter in a, a verse in Isaiah, which says that the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Now this is what it does. This spirit of the Lord that is upon me. He says that one, he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. He has sent me to release those that are captivated by the devil. Let me let me just read it for us to see as Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4 verse 18. It says that the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To preach deliverance to the captives and the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty that them that are bruised. Now these are the part of the workings of the anointing that is upon Jesus Christ, the anointed one. Now, um, and then verse nineteen to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Now all these particular things that are listed here are both literal and figurative, or literal and spiritual if 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 you so if you so want so if he said he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he actually means that he's he's been anointed to preach the word of the gospel the word of god to people he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted and to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind and set a liberty that are blues now 
these are the very very portions of the anointing that was upon jesus and that had been poured upon him and it gave him the right to become the administrative power of the very kingdom of god so that everything that is supposed to be done in the kingdom of god must now come through him because that is what the anointing goes with it makes him the administrator of the kingdom and so he becomes the the basic the 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 authority in doing anything in the kingdom no wonder the holy spirit when he came and when jesus spoke of the holy spirit he said that he will not even speak of himself he is going to speak of christ because christ now has become the main thing in the kingdom everything that is being spoken about in the kingdom is about jesus you see and it's all because of the anointing that heavy portion heavy duty anointing that god placed on him being a man and 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 though this anointing was upon him and he actually is god in human flesh but when he was walking as a human he depended upon the holy spirit for the administration of this anointing upon him so then not because he was the son of god he should be healing everywhere but he went place to places where he is directed the bible said that he was directed by the holy ghost to go to the wilderness to be tempted of the devil he was he he would pray a very long time then after prayers he is directed to go somewhere else i mean that's what i think i mean sometimes i mean when when he had prayed in one portion of scripture when he had prayed for a very long time he directed himself to to go walk upon the sea to go to the disciples so that they can go to another place you see even though he is god in human flesh and 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 but being a man he depended fully upon the holy spirit to be able to effectively enact and appropriate the anointing of god upon his life and this anointing and then i think we have already learned how anointings get transmitted and they get transmitted by association so we being associated with jesus by our belief and faith in him also are being robbed on by the same spirit that worked on him no wonder he said that he that believes in me greater things than these shall he do okay and of course there are some things that we can't do like dying for the sins of the world we cannot do it that is that is a portion of the anointing of christ that is to him alone but there are other things that are mighty signs and wonders preaching and reaching out to multitude by the anointing of god that jesus has said that if we believe in we are going to be able to be walking in these things because first of all we are associated with him and secondly the same spirit that worked in him will be the same spirit that works in us i just want to conclude by saying that coming to christ and believing in jesus christ you have received the grace of god that worked in jesus christ into your life and by that the holy spirit by our constant obedience and walking with him 
we are enlightened and enabled to work and walk in this particular anointing that is upon our Lord. The Bible says that God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit that he went about doing good and the Lord was with him. And it's the same thing that he's mentioned when he sent us, sent, sent us, he said that go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe whatsoever I have come. And lo, I am with you always. So as the Father was with him, he is with us. And because of that, we can be able to walk in the anointing that in the portions of anointing that the Holy that the Father has bestowed on him and be able to walk as the sons and daughters of God. May God bless us and keep us in his ways and walk in the anointing of, of Jesus Christ that has been bestowed upon us because of our association with him and because of the same spirit that now works in us. In Jesus' name, amen.